Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get Or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um first dibs on signing up for a live show you get episodes with no commercials you get our video because our video is no longer available on youtube it is only on patreon and the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows but also bonus episodes each month but if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law explain. I might read a book. <laughs> this is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. This is April. And this is Caroline. Quickie Tuesday news edition. And before we go any further. (laughs) Matt Perry. Matt man. Chandler. Bong. Bong. Chanandler Bong is just one of the names he went by on the show. Friends oh. fans will know Chanandler Bong. But Chandler Bing. My Chandler Bing. Caroline, I almost can't even have this conversation with you because I know you did not watch Friends. I mean, I watched it. I just wasn't like a super, super Friends watcher. And that's what people are saying to me about the World Series right now. Like, uh, I don't watch baseball. I didn't know, and I don't care. So I have to. But when somebody says they don't watch Friends, it's almost equivalent yeah. to having a cat. Oh, I mean, I watched it. I know all the characters, okay. and I watched. But I just never was like the quoting the lines of the show mm-hmm. and watch it every night before you go to bed, like Mm-mm. I did. I did that with like Roseanne. I watch all the time. Mm-hmm. I love Roseanne. I still do. I think she's uh, really great. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. we're, we can't. We can't get off Chandler. Oh, sorry. Especially for Rosie. And, fr- and Will and Grace. Yes, Will and Grace. And um, Chelsea Handler. Okay. I mean, that's probably who I watched a lot. Well, um, Friends 
the best TV show that's been on TV. And it ran for about 10 seasons. Just and still one of the popular most popular. Even the um, generation now is in love with friends and they had no idea it even existed. Um, so friends, Matthew Perry, you we all know that um, he is dead. He was 54 years old. There's still an investigation. It's still ongoing, but what we know is the police responded to a call on the 28th at 4.07 p.m. at his house, and he was found in his jacuzzi. They pulled him out to do like just an assessment and found out that he was deceased. Um, there was also reports of a call of cardiac arrest, but then a 911 caller referenced to drowning. There were no drugs found at the scene. I read that his, he has his assistant. He sent his assistant on an errand. And then when she came back is when, or he, I don't know if it was he or she, found Chandler and his, Matthew Perry, in his jacuzzi. Um, he was known as Chandler Bean, but he was also very known for his open, very open uh, drug and alcohol addiction. And as a watcher from the beginning, I remember when it first came out, I think there was a wreck or something. And then you would see the different stages of Chandler on Friends because there'll be a skinny Chandler and then there'll be a fat Chandler. There'll be a skinny Chandler. There'll be a fat Chandler. And so when he did his interview with Diane Sawyer just a couple years ago, he told us that if it was big Chandler, he was on alcohol really, really bad. If it was small Chandler, it was pills. Really, really bad. And he would admitted to taking up to 55 Vicodin a day. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <coughs> Have you ever taken a Vicodin? Like had it? No, oh, but I'm just saying I don't know how you can, fu like how you can get up to that. I don't. Well, I mean, remember um, Murdoch, he was taking tons. Like he was, taking tons and that's what happens is you want to feel the same high how do you even get that much pills <laughs> multiple doctors Murdoch mm -hmm. had multiple doctors but he was saying and Drew Carey was even saying that like these doctors get so excited about caring for somebody famous that they basically give them what they oh, yeah, want. Depp, yeah, they did have. So you go to this doctor, you go to this doctor, you go to this doctor. He said he got to the point to where he would go to open houses oh, and go I look in their that. medicine cabinets and um, look for prescription medication. But what I don't know is uh, Vicodin's obviously a horrible thing, and but he's not the only one been addicted to it. I don't know how it makes them feel. It just makes me not poop. And it makes me nauseated and it gives me a headache. So how do you get over that to want to take it and then take uh, they, it up to It must not affect them like that. Times. Because I know some people, it keeps them up. The awake, one time, which yeah. I'm like, how is it? I, that's what I don't understand about pain pills in my head is that how does it make you feel alert and awake but some pe that's some people use it to feel alert and awake i don't or numb know. or something yeah i i i know when i had surgery they tried to give me codeine or yeah whatever after and i it was horrible and i had to get a different kind but 
Well, I can't be addicted to that. But Codeine, I mean, hydrocodone, yeah. Vicodin, uh, to me. But I guess it affects people differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says he knows he'll always be known for Chandler Bing, but he wanted to be known for um, something else. He had recently written a book called <coughs> Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, and he opened up a sober, sober living house, like a detox house called the Perry House, and he had helped so many people get sober. Sober. He had recently gotten a, an award for it, and that's what he wanted to be remembered for, not Chandler. So we're doing the opposite of what he wants, but, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's Chandler. That's who I fell in. That's, that's who I love. And <clears throat> it's hard for him because he didn't even watch the shows because he watched, felt like he was watching his addiction, like in action, because wow. he would he would watch a show but remember like what that night before was or like wow. how hungover he actually was that day. So he doesn't watch it. These very few episodes that he watches, like when him and Monica got married, because he was actually in a sober living and they would bus him to the set he would record and then they would bus him back but he was sober at the time and he looked good and he felt good and those that's one of the few episodes that he would watch wow so right now they the toxicology or the autopsy it's the autopsy's been deferred they're waiting on investigation and so we will know more people are assuming that it's probably drugs and his up and down roller coaster his whole life it very well could be um but i guess we'll just have to wait and see and even if it's not cardiac arrest from doing a lifetime of drugs will do it for you and that's what happens to a lot of drug addicts that are on drugs and then they finally get off of drugs but they've already done screwed up their heart like sometimes Mm -hmm. they're in active heart failure because they did so many drugs for so long. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so mm-hmm. this is my celebrity, Paul Walker and this one, Chandler, Matthew Perry. Like, these have been probably my hardest celebrity deaths. Which brings me to a question. We know yours was Tina Turner, right? hmm Do you have a fake celebrity death and what I mean by fake is like an actual character on something that you're watching but it hits you really hard to where you're sad or you're crying or like when you're little when Bambi died and every kid cried right but is there something in your adult life that you've watched and you've lost a character that you really loved that had made you depressed no, I just don't finish the shows. <laughs> so you don't get so, attached. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> I have attachment issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Jack Jack's Teller died two days ago on Son of, Sons of Anarchy, and I've just been sad, and I was like, not Chandler and Jackson one week. But my hardest fake celebrity death was Derek Shepard from Grey's Anatomy. I think I mourned for two weeks behind that. Derek. Dr. McDreamy. Well, he died on the show? Yeah. <laughs> I about, thought you watched Grey's Anatomy. 
Yeah, until like season 10. I didn't, I'm not, what is it, season 28 or something? <laughs> like, I don't know. But I, I Meredith Grace has been the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know he died, but way to ruin it. I was start, I was going to start watching it again. So no, now I'm wouldn't. not. No, but you it wasn't. was really sad when Izzy's uh, like uh, hospital boyfriend died. Or no. I mean, it was kind of sad, but Izzy. Like season one? Izzy fell in love with somebody every five minutes. Well, I know, so but I it was still it real sad because I like the guy. I do like Negan. Yeah. Negan? That's Negan from Walking Dead. Oh, okay. And now a word from our sponsors. Okay, so on to some updates is missing six-year-old Noel Rodriguez. Do you remember? He's the little boy out of Everman, and he's a little Hispanic boy. He'd been missing for about a year. He had disabilities. His mom was the mom. Flew him out on the, like, when they, she flew out with the family and the rest of the kids. And yes, they flew and not him. They went to, she went to yeah, India. Yeah, they looked under his. She worshipped like the Santa oh, Martha yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ikemel did that one. So, um, so he was from Everman, so that's right down the road, like right before you get to Burleson. He had been missing for a year now at this time. So just now, Monday, October 30th, a grand jury finally indicted Cindy Rodriguez Singh, which was his mom, on multiple charges, including capital murder. Mm-hmm. So... After all this drama, like, remember, they um, went to a house where they lived for so long. They went through the shed. They dug up, like, a cement, like, patio that they had poured down. You don't typically put a patio in a rent house, right? You don't put the money into that because it's not your house. They were looking for a body. They have still yet to find the body of Noel, but they are sure yeah. that he is dead. So, um Multiple charges, including capital murder. And so now they're able, U.S. Marshals are able to go, which I think they're still in India, and bring them both back. So her and her husband, who authorities believe, of course, he is tied to the disappearance of Noel. Now they can come back to the U.S. And the investigation is just kind of hyping up mm-hmm. again. Because now... At least you're going to have her here where you can question her um, or at least try her for the capital murder. Good. So I'd forgot about that case for a while. It was big, and then it just kind of went away. I know. There's a lot. Remember that Oklahoma case with those that yeah, all those people and those two friends and the whole and whatever. I know. Like we that. need to just go and Google and see if there's I mean, any I know, updates on like some of those. What happened all these? All of a sudden, like, they're huge, and then they go away. There's usually nothing because you got to wait till they get arrested or go to jail. But that did that guy die? The he shot himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so Brendan Deppa. So this happened uh, February 23, but it's back in the news right now. So Brendan Deppa is a 17-year-old Mentaza High School student out of Florida. Last February, his teacher, paraprofessional teacher's aide took his Nintendo Switch away. Mm. This video went viral. Yeah. And he knocked her down, threw her on the floor, 
kicked her and punched her in the back and in the head more than a dozen times, resulting in broken ribs and just a bunch of bruises. She was down for a while. She had to get a medical assistance. Oh, he beat the crap out of her. Shit out of her. Yes. This kid is 6'6", 270 pounds at that time. Oh the video went viral. Yeah. You could see it over Twitter. I don't know why I didn't see it then. Oh, I did. I just saw yeah. it because he actually um, went to court Monday, the 30th as well, and pleaded no contest. Um, when he was arrested back then, he was charged as a juvenile because he was 17. Mm-hmm. But also, he was reportedly autistic. And he had... Um, previously previous charges three prior battery arrests so he had been arrested oh my god three prior times and since then he's gotten into a fight in jail and threatened to kill that why is he even in school why is he in not jail he's i mean in jail. i know after the i guess he was arrested and he just still goes back to school yeah well and if he is autistic because it says reportedly autistic right. in his his lawyer is saying that his mental condition, cognitive ability, and uh, that he should not, one, be tried as adult, and two, stand trial. So there is a trial is set for 31st. He's in jail, held on a million-dollar bond, and he's kind of making it, <clears throat> but he obviously has these outbursts. So I just think this is going to be a sticky little trial because you're going to have to have some psychologists up there. You're going to have to look Mm -hmm. into this diagnosis. They're going to do their own assessments. And, um, you know, in school, when a kid with a disability does something like this, we have what's called a manifestation determination review where you get SPED personnel and principals and people who know the student, and you decide if that behavior is part of their disability. And if it's part of their disability, you don't pun- You can't really punish them. Mm-hmm. You give them interventions, you do all these other things, but maybe you don't send an autistic kid for DAP for, I don't know, stripping mm. because... Mm-hmm. And, did they really know what they did, right? Yeah. But in the real world, there's no MDRs. You know, if you, if he t- went and did that at Walmart, the police are not going to say, let's go have an MDR and not send them to jail. So now that he's being tried as an adult and this is going to trial, I'm just kind of eager to see, like, will he, what's he go to jail? What's the trial for? Like, what's he... Do Battery? Just beat it? Like he just, Dude, were you gonna say BDSM? No, I was. Oh. <laughs> I, I was like, she didn't. First he, he degree didn't kill her, felony did he? aggravated battery on an elected official, and you can be sentenced up to thirty years in prison for that. Why would he not plead? Okay, he pled no contest. Yeah, which I mean, what? He just didn't say anything. It's just. Not, it's basically. It's not basically guilty. saying I'm not saying I did it. I'm not saying I didn't do it. Yeah, but. I'm just like in the middle. Hmm. But that's always an option. You don't just hear people like this pleading that. Like well, I like pled that all my MIPs. Yeah, yeah. They were like I, I had to play that when my sprinklers, when I got charged for sprinklers. Uh-huh. I charged got a ticket. For sprinklers? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Because they weren't going off. Well, apparently there was a water restriction and my sprinklers went off during the restricted <laughs> time zone and my freaking, ru- some rude ass neighbor of mine turned me in. Oh, Karen, probably Ross. Well, she's probably the one that fell the next week and hit her head and burned her face in the concrete and had a stroke. Oh. <laughs> you need to pray about, about that one. <laughs> You need to pray about that one. I don't know if that's equal punishment. I didn't, I didn't turn myself in. I just said, if she no. was the one that turned me in, the next week she goes out to check her mail, it falls down and trips and lays on the concrete for too long because she got a concussion and her face got Did you a, help her? a little... I didn't see it. <laughs> I just said, bitch, that's what you get. No. Bystander effect. <laughs> You're washing her on your ring. (laughs) You know what? They actually did come over and ask. Yeah, if if I had retaliation, they're like, "Did you? Did you? Did you retaliate on her?" I said, "I was wondering why all these like police, like these ambulance and stuff, was over there that one time, and all these cars." And then the next thing I know, there she goes walking on a walker with tennis balls and her night nurse. (laughs) I said, "Well, that's what you get for turning me in for my sprinklers." (laughs) I'm not laughing. Was it worth it? Well, Caroline, I need you to watch for this trial, this Brendan Deppa trial, and let us know because I just think it can go either way. I don't think. I I don't know because I don't know how the um, that just autism period. Yeah, like uh, I need to go see some case law or something (laughs) on previous like ones you know that's that's what we refer to as case law yeah when you're a lawyer like me an attorney yeah you have to go to prior uh cases and figure out how what they decided so well listen to this crazy one um so september just now 2023 a guy named stephen riley was all excited because he received an email from a lawyer of one of his distant relatives and this lawyer sent him all these documents what needed his signature because his distant relative had recently passed away and left Stephen a 30 million dollar inheritance okay so Stephen was like oh hell yes hell yes hell yes they had like this plan like he he was going to meet up with the lawyer sign all the paperwork they were actually going to meet pick up the lawyer at the airport or meet at the airport get all the paperwork done he was going to get his inheritance whatever moved over to his account well so steven and some of his friends go to this airport in minot north dakota to meet with the lawyer but while they're at the airport this is september 3rd while they're at the airport Stephen began acting like a little funny, a little delirious at first, kind of like he was drunk, but he hadn't been drinking. Then he got really, really sick and really, really dizzy and red and flushed. And so Stephen was like, man, I think I'm having a heat stroke, but you're in North Dakota. It's never that hot in North Dakota. Um, And so they were like, well, let's, we need to take you to the hospital. You need to get some help. And Stephen was like, no, I think I just... Need to go home. So they take him home to his girlfriend named Anna. Anna? I Anna? I N A. 
Oh no, I don't know about this one. <laughs> Anna's she's a, she is definitely a night nurse, and she works at John Shopkins. They were like, Anna, you might need to take Stephen somewhere because he's not feeling good. And Anna was like, No, she's he's fine. I've had medical training, and he drank a whole lot last night, and with the heat. In North Dakota, I still don't understand. I don't know what's going on. I think he's just having a heat stroke. Mm. I'll take care of him, right? Oh, okay. So friends took him home. Best One of the friends checked on him the next day. What a good friend. Checked on him the next day and knocked on the door. And Ina barely opened up the door crack, stuck her head out. And he was like, hey, I'm checking on Steve. And how's he doing? Let me talk to him. And she goes, Oh, well, he felt bad, and he went to one of the walk-in urgent care clinics. Okay. So, friend was DTF. He drove to every walk-in urgent care clinic in the area, and there was no Stephen. So, he was like, something is not right. Her name is Ina, and that means I can't trust her. Mm. So, he calls 911 and just reports an unconscious person at the house. He don't even know that he's unconscious. He's just like, <laughs> he even know he's, I need. He doesn't even know he, if he's there. Yep. Nope. He says, I just, I need some intervention and I'll have to deal with it later on. <gasps> oh my gosh. So <clears throat> police came and they, he was there and he was unconscious. And so they take him to the hospital, but it had been too late. So by September 5th, Stephen had died. <gasps> and, and so they. Interviewed Anna, and Anna was like, yeah, he had drank too much the night before. I guess he's dehydrated and a heat stroke, and um, I tried to get him to hydrate, and he wouldn't, blase, blase. <laughs> well, friends were like, nope, mm-hmm. nope, this bitch poisoned him. <gasps> she joked about poisoning him all the time with antifreeze. Mm. So... They tell the police, and the police send them for an autopsy, and they go and check the house. And I guess Anna don't clean very good well mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Anna had there was um, Coors light open Coors light bottle with antifreeze in it. There was a Windex spray bottle oh. with antifreeze in it, and still like antifreeze just open in a container in the garage. The shaggy defense. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Mm-mm. So when the body comes back, um, he was positive for ethylene glycol, which is the main ingredient in antifreeze. Oh, and no. after, of course, talking to her and talking to her, she was like, you know what? I do think he was smoking a cigarette, and I think his cigarette fell in the antifreeze. And he picked it up and smoked it. Could this do it? Mm, oh she was trying to gosh. think of all these reasons how, or excuses of how he could have got antifreeze in his body. I don't know. I saw him, like, drinking out of the antifreeze yeah, bottle. Is it it's very green? odd, but yeah. he just really liked it. Kind of like the eye drop killer. <laughs> she just liked the taste of eye drops. Oh. She just liked the taste of Visine. She mixed in her alcohol. That's what he did. <laughs> I forgot that's fatal. Um, so she eventually admitted to poisoning his sweet tea with Mm. antifreeze. Antifreeze. So she tried it in his cores 
Oh. But antifreeze is sweet, so he took a drink of it and immediately spit it out because you your cores is it's supposed to be sweet. So put it in the sweet tea, and he drank it up and got sick, and that's how he died. So just Monday, so he died on the 5th, September 5th. Monday, October 30th, she was arrested and charged with the Class A felony murder. Now, here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. They were together for 10 years. Okay? Oh. 10 years. Okay. Boyfriend and girlfriend only. Mm-hmm. Lived together 10 years. But when he got that email about that $30 million, he was throwing her the deuces. <gasps> oh, he's broken <laughs> up with her? <laughs> so he got, she was pissed and she poisoned his ass. Because she was like, I've lived with your ass for 10 years. Ought to oh, get some of this money. Yeah, yeah. And so she was like, if he dies because we're common law married, the court will recognize me as like the common law wife. Anyway. So dumb. And so, me, so she was thinking her and his son would have to split the $30 million. Oh, she went all, she went all she the way thinking. to the future. She yeah. went every. Which way, except for logical, which is really somebody just going to call you up and say, oh, you got a relative that's long lost and they died and they want to give you $30 million. Well, you know, today, November 2nd, a report uh-huh. just came out saying it was all a scam. <laughs> there, was no, there was no, this. it's not funny, it but is it is funny. Because who would, who, did people think it was real? Yes, him, all his friends, Anna. The son probably done thought he's gonna get some money. Did anybody eventually try to meet up with the people? Yes, but they never showed when they were at the airport. They're supposed to meet with the lawyer. Yeah, and the lawyer never showed up. But they ended up having to leave because he had got so sick anyway. Yeah, so they they were so distracted by his sickness that they didn't really think about it. So the police was investigating this. So the police was like, "Bitch, want no money." So he done broke up with his girlfriend behind fake money. She killed somebody behind fake money. And his friends lost some friends with behind fake money. I guess that's what they mean by money is the root of all It evil. is. You never, oh, not never, but a you, your decisions ought not be solely based on money because there's some type of evil force, greed, mm-hmm. something driving that. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I'd have known. That's all I got to say. Oh, yeah. You've never been tricked by fake documents at all, have you? Did you miss the joke? <laughs> I'd have known. I'd have known. Anna. Okay. Oh, it's Ina? Ina. Not Ida. Not, not Ida. I already forgot. Yeah. Okay. Here's my last one. I didn't get to type it out. And um, it is back in Florida. Freaking, I feel like every quickie is either Utah Utah. or Florida. (laughs) Or Idaho or Florida. (laughs) Okay. This is the Rainy Family. The Rainy Family. And so three years ago, the Rainey family went on vacation in Florida. And husband, David Rainey, 
husband and father had gone missing while on this vacation mm. three years ago. Mm. Well, the story was Cindy Rainey's wife said that they had gotten an argument and he left without his cell phone, his glasses, or his wallet after this argument. Okay. And so she reported him missing because she didn't know where her husband was. And so later that evening, detectives, they're interviewing, they're talking to her, talking to her sons. They find him dead in a canal behind the family's rental. He had multiple stab wounds to the chest and had been placed in the water after his death. Mm-hmm. The case was ruled a homicide, but they really didn't know who done it. Like who did it. So two years went by. It was sorry, it was two years ago. And just now on October twenty fifth, twenty twenty three, the investigators put the story together, but they haven't released the full story. And they arrested Cindy, (coughs) but not just Cindy. Their son, Bailey, and their other son, Jackie, in connection to husband and father's murder. So both sons. Who are those ones? Those are the sons. So these are the sons. And here's the mom plotted together and killed the daddy and threw him in a canal behind the rental What the hell did he do to them? Yes, or not do. Did he get an email about $30 million? Maybe. Maybe 50. They were charged with murder, disturbing a crime scene, tampering with evidence, and are being held in their respective jails because they all live in different areas now. And so I'm just eager to hear like what the actual story is, what the reasoning is. What's what's the function behind this behavior? That's all it says? Yeah. No, I think it is. I mean, I'm sure there's other stuff out there, but that's all this story says. And it's developing because, actually, they did, couldn't even get them for murder. They just got them for the tampering. So they got them on these charges to try to investigate and probably break <laughs> one of them to see if somebody's going to confess of what happened. I have so many questions. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. What's your questions? Uh, why did it, did they? How long did it take for them to find this body? Where was they found the body that night? They found the body. They questioned the family. They don't get anything, and then they just finally randomly I mean, you come up with three, evidence. You got three people that are all saying the same thing, and she did everything right. She reported a missing. She seemed genuine at the time. We have internet they found searches the body, and stuff. So they and then they ruled it a homicide, but see, I think they were on vacation there, so they had to go back to their regular county. So they've just kind of been working on it behind the scene while they went back home and lived their life. I know we'll what? have to look. We'll have to look more into it. Yeah, I just sent that I one to me. I need to know about that story. Actually, Robin, I think <coughs> sent that to me. Well. Yes, 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 developing. So that's all the news I have. Are there any updates that I missed? I hadn't looked. Well, there's just a few trials that are going on right now. We have the eyedrop killer trial. Uh-huh. I don't know that lady, but she was, uh, or I forget her name, but she was, um, she's on trial for 
putting trigalocalate or whatever the active ingredient is in Visine in her. It's like a friend of, it's like an older friend of hers. It's like her and her, the c- suspected killer, alleged killer, that girl's mom and the one that she killed were like best friends. But the do- this was the younger one. So they, they, they're like a separate in age. Um, anyways, she's, apparently she wanted to get to her money, this lady's money. This lady yeah. didn't have any kids. Um, but they're saying, oh, but the girl, and she like is a pathological liar. This person is a suspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lied about this, this, and this. And then she was like, I don't know her name. Shelby loved Visine and drank it all the time. <laughs> like, okay. I remember something about this, but I don't remember the whole thing. So maybe when it's done, you tell us the story. <coughs> There's that. There's Charlie Adelson. That trial's going on. That's a wild trial. It's so good. What do you it's do? from 10 years ago. It's this lady, Wendy Adelson, and her husband, Dan Markle, were married. Mm-hmm. They had two kids together. They're probably together for, I don't know, 10 years. Uh, they get divorced. They have a contentious divorce. It's a big custody battle. They live in Tallahassee. Her family lives down in Miami. She wants the kids. She wants to like move down to Miami, but he's like, no, because it's like seven hours apart. Yeah. Okay. Well, geography. And so she wants to take the kids, but he's an, he's like an attorney. He's a lawyer. So he knows all the stops to pull out. And so you know, like, no, you're not moving my kids seven hours away. Then hit her family, who's down there, tried to bribe him a million dollars to move down there. Like, why is your family so invested in where y'all live? And all of a sudden, he, goes, he gets sick. shot dead in the driveway. Hmm. And then it's connected back to this girl who dated Wendy's brother. And she's connected to some uh, the Latin Kings or something. And so then these two guys get convicted. Then the, she gets convicted. Now the brother, Wendy's brother, Charlie is on trial for conspire, like for doing hiring the hitman to put the hit out on Charlie. I mean, on Dan is Wendy going to be next. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wendy and her mom. They're they're They, uh, the whole family just conspired. Yeah. Except for the dad. Oh, and there's an the older brother who has no contact with the family. Hmm. So it's a wild triangle of it's again whole in Florida. Thing. Yes, and then finally we have our trial that's going on in Texas right now, which is Caitlin Armstrong, who was the bicyclist oh, yeah. who killed that or allegedly killed Mo, the professional cyclist, and the whole love triangle thing. Um, the yoga and the one who tried to escape, and she went escaped to Costa Rica, and she went and faked an illness so she could yeah. go to a doctor's appointment, and then she ran away from those really fat deputies and they finally caught her um she's on trial and she has no emotion they are showing pictures of the body and she's just sitting there and she is like "Mm, not guilty nothing Mm -mm, she's so so bad gosh so that's the three oh and then taking care of maya that's a whole nother thing but we have all these trials going on oh that trial it's good it's all good i am very i've been very busy Okay, y'all, there is your quickie for the week. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the Halloween episode last week, but we are back on schedule with all the quickies. So keep sending us articles because we can't see them all. They are helpful, and hopefully you hear them when we're going over these.
All right, and that's all I have. We'll see y'all Thursday for a full episode. Where are we going? Massachusetts. Two shits. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, Robin. <laughs> all right. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> we cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For (laughs) sure. You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network 